Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Compton Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. And the crime junkies are back. Back and back, back. I don't know if we're going to go hiatus on this after this. We might. We don't know. But, you know, you got to stay tuned to figure that out. Um, As we jump into today's mini-sode review of TVN's uh, 2022 thriller mystery, The King of Pigs, um, make sure you drink your water, wear your sunscreen, and a mask. And uh, Marion... Mm-hmm. crime junkies have been gone for a while <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think through the darkness was our last one that's not too bad mm-hmm. we've been gone for a month or so that's not that's, that's not too bad but um for those of you who don't know i love kim sung Yu and kim dong Wook, so there was no way i wasn't about to watch the king of pigs mm-hmm. um I didn't watch it while I was airing because I was at school, but you know, we're we're done for the semester. So, you know, I had to get this binge on. Um, Marin, when you heard the news about this project, what were your first reactions? Um I the only reaction I had was, oh, Kim Dong Wook is playing a bad guy. Oh. <laughs> that was yeah. it, because I haven't seen him in that kind of role before. All right uh he's you know he's usually he's been like in the mellows little fun mm-hmm. comedy stuff um kim sung Yu, on the other hand my lovely second husband is always in something dark he's played a murderer he's been in zombie stuff <laughs> um and so when i saw this project i was like okay made from a webtoon which means probably gonna get a lot of characters um character build up and stuff like that it's always nice to when the scripts can be based off of something original just so it doesn't you know get too off kilter mm-hmm. um let's do a spoiler free review before we jump into you know anything with spoilers my spoiler free review is that once you pick up the show i don't think it's easy to stop it um it's very good at making cliffhangers without being extreme cliffhangers it's like the way the storytelling and the pacing makes you like, oh, I have to go to the next episode. Oh, I got to figure out what happens next. I think the acting was great. Um, I think the story was interesting. Mm-hmm. But I also think this is the type of story where the younger version had more impact than the older characters did. Mm-hmm. So that's my spoiler for review. What about you? Um, I'd agree with what you said, but I also would describe it as very dark. I mm. tend to not watch shows that are this dark, um, especially if they're something so true to life, because right. um, I don't know if I would say, I wouldn't, I would not describe the show as extreme. It's just showing the dark sides of the topic yeah. that it discusses. Compared to, we like to, both of us as um, true crime people, a yeah. lot of crime uh, series have this kind of campiness mm-hmm. when they make villains, when they make stories, because they try to not to make it so like in your face, something that can happen next door. Yeah. Though some great masterpieces are, you know, very um, relaxed in the theatrics of it all. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those shows that doesn't have a lot of theatrics and the content is very much very real and yeah. the villains don't feel like like comic book characters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of crime shows like to be like, we're going to make this complicated villain with this complicated backstory and they have, you know, issues and we're going to show you all of that. And so you kind of 
can pull yourself out of the reality of what's you know truly happening in the story this is not one of those um trigger warnings for suicide trigger warnings for sexual assault um trigger warnings for blood and gore a lot of the episodes are actually marked 19 plus so beware as you go into um the king of pigs for those of you who don't know what the story about is um let me read the synopsis for you it's two friends meet up and recall their experiences as victims of school bullying when they receive a message from a friend from 20 years ago about the mysterious serial killings and uh, begin to occur kung min lives with the trauma of the school violence he experienced 20 years ago at an unexpected case causes his suppressed emotions to reappear. Meanwhile, Detective Jung Sook receives a mysterious message sent from a friend 20 years ago, which reminds him of the school violence that took place back then. Chasing the mysterious message, he tries to put a, put a stop to the murders. Through these characters with tragic fates, drama touches on the origin of school violence bullying um, that pervades in modern society. So, let's just, 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 just start going. I... <laughs> I saw, I watched my mutuals kind of watch this mm-hmm. through the timeline. They didn't post everything, but they were watching it. And I was seeing, you know, you know, clips and things like that. And so when I started the show and it starts off with them discovering his wife's, Kyungmin's wife's body. I And they're like going in this case thinking he murdered her mm-hmm. only to find out that she was trying to make both of them commit suicide. I said, oh, Oh, this is going to be I I when dark. I said, that was episode 1, right? You figure that out. Yes. Episode one, episode 1 ended I said, "Well, that's depressive." But <laughs> I stopped it and didn't continue the show for like 3 days. I was like, "I need to Oh, yeah. I see where we're going." Right. It's a it's that a very first, I think that's a great first episode because yeah. it's a red herring. Um you're convinced that Kungmin is the villain. You're convinced for a second that you know um he snapped he killed his wife which is common in you know uh characters who have ptsd or some type of trauma but when they put the pieces together that she is the one who was willing to kill both of them to stop him from um going further in this plan i was like i have to i like binge like the first five episodes i was like i have to know what's going on because i knew it was going to be about school bullying Mm -hmm. but like also that first i think the first two or three episodes is the one where we see him like the first case of bullying when kyung min and jong suk are walking and they're talking about being transferred to the same school in the same class and that's when we come across his first bully that follows him into the bathroom and forces him to masturbate in front of them i said Oh, after that, I was like, I don't care what the fuck Kelman does. Burn this shit to the ground. I was, I, I don't know if you saw this, but I, you know that video of Megan and Lizzo, where Lizzo's playing the flute and Megan is twerking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, this is me cheering on Huang Kyungmin as he kills his abusers. Because I was, bitch, I said, after I, because like, there's definitely different degrees of bullying and yeah. I feel like if you weren't a popular kid in your high school high school our schools make very weird cliche and human interactions happen for kids mm-hmm. but that type of that that one incident alone was was evidence enough that whatever Kungmin did after that I didn't care I don't care who the <laughs> fuck it was I don't care if they got a family I don't give two shits because especially when he he his first victim is the guy who um basically sexually assaulted him right yeah and 
when he when he you know finally like subdues this man and he goes to kill him I, and that man says to you it was just a joke I said, I, <laughs> I said burn this bitch to the ground babe I don't care if you said I, you know what was going the song in my head was I said fire to the right I was like I just need something and it's crazy because I feel like in most crime shows during those scenes um, depending on the mo and the motive of the killer, the scenes of where they kill people is can be you know they like play dramatic music and they want yeah. you to see like the inner feelings of this character. There's like no music really going on in that scene. Mm-mm. It's just him being like, "Do you remember what happened? Why are you so happy about it? Do you remember what happened to me?" And he's just like getting his. He doesn't even look happy to be killing them, mm-hmm. which is another thing that I thought was very interesting. And if you watch the behind the scene footage. Um, Kim Nong talks about he's like I'm not a murderer who enjoys killing people I'm doing this as revenge so yeah. when you watch Kyung Min like come in contact with his abusers and just he's just so flat and so lifeless and even when he kills them like the only time he gets worked up is when he's talking about Chelly who we'll yeah. get to in a second but I thought that was those first like two to three episodes where it's just like I, I, you. I was like, there's nothing you can tell me about Hong Kyung Min where I'm not on his side at this moment. <laughs> like, I was just sitting there, um, tense, boy. <laughs> Ooh. Like, especially um in the first episode when he goes to kill his um that first bully. Mm-hmm. When the bully stabbed him back, I said, oh, oh, <laughs> see, this is also something I love about this show because a lot of, again, I'm, I'm always going to compare crime shows because I feel like it's such an interesting genre, but they like to point out how meticulous killers are. Yeah. And what we learned is that Kyung Min was doing well. He was receiving therapy. He went to therapy. A man who went to therapy bless god because you know men will do anything else but go to therapy he was going to therapy he was doing well he had married he was happy and he just got triggered which is what ptsd is it's it's a trigger that sets off you know like repressed memories and feelings and emotions and he sees this picture of him and jong Sok and chully um when chully was smiling and that you know bring forth the you know the I think it's called a hallucination. Hallucination. I was going to say delusion. But the hallucination of Chelly. And he spends one year. One year preparing this entire thing. And to kill like five different people. And I was like. Okay. We've we've learned that this man. He, you know, he's a great businessman. That means he's very smart. He's very articulate. He's you know he can. He's very very precise. But. The only. The only. Not, not flaws in his character we get to see that when he kills people he's not some kind of experienced serial killer who's been doing this for years no like I, when he started when he started to kind of lose it with that first victim and the man wasn't fully sedated i said of course this motherfucker is gonna try to kill you you just told him you're finna murder you have a knife in your hand and you're talking to him like i'm about to murder you and I'm and he did it again with the second victim, um, Kongmin, the the class president. Yeah. He y'all are in a taxi. This man is behind you, and you talking about how you gonna um kidnap and murder him. I said you haven't even subdued this man. Of course he's gonna put you in a headlock. I, I said, 
what? <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of like that comparison of the character. This is not some kind of... He's a meticulous person, but he's not a meticulous murderer. Okay. Because and technically, he really, like, himself, physically, only killed two people. Everybody right. else, I mean... Yeah, he let he well three because the first murder, the first the practice murder. Yeah, that's that was the one I was counting. Who was the third one? The electric shock. Well, he didn't do it with his hands, but yeah, actually that counts. Yeah, that was him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so like these first five to six episodes. So the whole point of these first five to six episodes is that a bunch of people are getting killed, and we realize it's all people from the same middle school, and we're learning that Kungmin was a victim. And so is Jung Suk, the detective who is searching for all of this. Now, I have beef with Kang Jana. She is um the other she's like our third party, you know, who's coming to the story, who's trying to figure all this out. We get a lot of information through Jana. And she is the actress is fantastic, but Jana is so very flawed. Cause why would you bring in the man who is being mentioned yeah. <laughs> in all these crimes without like further investigation into it like that was a very reckless on her part but her character's kind of reckless in those senses like she's very smart and she could put two and two together very quickly but her assumptions about the people around her kind of made the story move in a weird way for me because if i saw that the name because what Kyungmin does, it says, Jungsuk, you have to come and do this with me. We both got to turn into monsters. He's basically goading his friend in middle school, who was also a victim, to, you know, come and exact revenge with him, right? And because he's a cop, she's just letting him walk into crime scenes and all of this stuff without, like, knowing any background of the story. And I was just like, that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> That wasn't a good idea at all. And you learn very quickly that Jung Sook, who is painted to be this, you know, competent um, detective, he's really good at what he does. He doesn't seem to be corrupt. You know, he's all, he wants to take down bad guys. Um, you learn very quickly that as much as the bullying that happened in middle school affected Kyungmin, it also affected Jung Sook. And this is so interesting because I was on TikTok the other day and I saw a TikTok from a Korean guy who was talking about how the reason that um, people out, you know, celebrities for being school bullies is because it's systemic in Korea. It's not just, um, you know, something that just happens within the school community. It goes beyond that to like, the the town and the city and you know you move schools and the news follows you and the victims are the ones who have to pack up their lives and moves which is a reflection of korea's actual criminal system because a lot of um criminals can get off and they're just released back into the community that they did harm on and now the victims have to deal with that you know what i'm saying you know the 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 law in Korea protects the criminals a lot. And so that is reflected in how schools deal with bullying. You know, even if committees are called, even if, you know, people apologize, it's it's all reflective of the social hierarchy outside of the school, which it shouldn't be. And it's very clear with this motherfucking teacher. <laughs> when I saw that the teacher 
was intentionally using the status of the kids' parents to set up the social hierarchy of the classroom. I, my, I, I haven't paused so much and cussed <laughs> in a while. As someone who is a teacher, the thought of a human being who has this kind of ultimate power over these kids to bring it outside of school and into the real world like that, mm-hmm. just for the soul, for what though? Like, why? I I guess it's to well to get in good graces with the parents, right? Yeah, because the parents have the power, and not to do it once, but like three times. I the wanting that man's head on a spike is an understatement. To explain to people who didn't watch The King of Pigs, this teacher intentionally called in the victim's parents during um you know bring your parents your parents come and talk about their jobs to intentionally compare him to the bully's parents who had money where the the victim's parents don't have money and it's to show them that um you know this is what you are in society therefore it's what you're going to be in this classroom even if he walked in and witnessed the tail ends of you know violence physical harm that was against his kids he never said anything he never did anything and the worst part is when um well let me introduce chelly first chelly is the third character the main character of this plot right chelly is a child who basically was a hero to kyung min and jong suk jong suk when they were in um middle school he beat when i said when chelly gets up babe snatching bodies that little boy <laughs> beat the shit out of everybody and it was so alarming to me because i was like what childhood has this child led that he can whoop everybody's ass you know what i'm saying yeah um chelly you know was basically telling he goes into this whole speech which is kind of the the root of this story is that what's worse dogs or pigs he's like pigs are only raised to be eaten while dogs even though they can be bad, are praised and pretty and, you know, aren't considered, they're considered family, right? They're considered lovable by society. And so he tells Kyungmin and Jungsook that if you want, if you don't want to live as pigs, you have to beat the fuck out of these dogs. And I'm like, cool. When he had that little speech, I, I just kept thinking, I was like, this child has gone through something for that in middle school for that to be his morals in life right and then he pulled out the knife and then he pulled out the cat and i don't know about you but there's a trifecta of what serial killers usually turn out to be mm-hmm. and all i was missing was wetting the bed and a head injury right because mm-hmm. if you listen to another um psychologist talk about serial killers is that those three things usually lead to either less emotion or mental instability, right? Yeah. And so he does that, pulls out a knife, and gets Jong-suk and Kyung-min to murder a cat. And so I get that he was trying to make them strong, but I was like, this is not the way to go, right? So you're watching as Chelly, you know, is, you know, beating up these bullies, changing the dynamic of this classroom, making Jong-suk and Kyung-min stronger people. But because the bullying in the school is systemic there's levels to this shit Marin. when i lost my fucking mind when they showed that 
the bullies in this one middle school classroom who are like what sixth graders yeah have bullies above them who are ninth graders and are telling them if you can't control your fucking classroom that makes me look bad and i said is this a criminal organization (laughs) i said oh this shit is never ending right like it's just i I was like this is this is the shit they do in gangs y'all are in middle school what (laughs) y'all are in middle school not even high school y'all are in middle school and have this hierarchy of like power and shit and so seeing those kids like and and i feel like at one point not that i don't know the story doesn't try to make you feel bad for the bullies Mm -hmm. bless god Mm because that would have that would have took me out because the shit that they do they made i can't even list all of the autocracies that they um did to these kids right they made them crawl on the floor. They tased them. They sexually assaulted them. They made them choke themselves out and pass out. Like, it's not just one thing. Yeah. And so when Chully takes out, you know, the class president, his goons, and then he takes out the the school president, the ninth grader, the teacher steps in and t- deals him a final blow. Chully um, comes from a broken home because his father... Uh, signed um, as a, I guess, a a partner on somebody's debt. Mm-hmm. And he had to run away, escape to keep his family safe. His mother is working in a bar. And, and so he's been waiting for his father to come home and they find out towards the end of the story, his father died. In the past, right? His father died. Yeah. And one of the kids who was also being bullied but ended up becoming a lackey of the other bullies told the teacher and the teacher publicly in front of the class and from the school <laughs> talked about his father dying which was Chili's biggest weak point he said you should hug him and 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 you know basically alluding to the fact that since he doesn't have a dad anymore he's an incomplete child somehow mhm and that scene right there, that scene alone, I was like, I, I don't even understand how Chelly. I could, I can, I can't even put it into words the emotions I would have if my entire, my biggest week in the grieving process, right? Because he just found out the other day that his father died. Yeah, and committed suicide, nonetheless. To have my abusers pretend to be good people in front of me is enough for me to 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 go see red right yeah and so the case is basically that throughout the whole story we learned that chili died at first we were they were just alluding that something to happen to chili right mm-hmm. and i'm thinking that these kids beat chili to death that was my first thought what about you i mm, honestly i didn't know what happened to Chelly? I just thought that whatever happened to him was going to mm-hmm. be terrible. Like, mm. I'm, well, yeah, maybe like these kids did something or the teacher did something. I was thinking right. that it was going to be um just something awful, which yeah. it was, but. It was. It was bad, but it wasn't as dark as the drama yeah. alluded it to be, which is a blessing, I guess. Um, But I was, I was convinced that they had, you know, 
killed him somehow. Yeah. They they beat him up. It went too far. He died. The school covered it up. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that after that, you know, whole embarrassment about his father, Chully committed suicide. And so Chully, not only did he commit suicide, he committed suicide in front of the entire school body. And that alone caused trauma to not only Kyungmin and Jungsook, but to everybody who saw that, right? Which was an interesting thing because when um, they confront Kangmin, who was the, the president um, of the class, which also, kudos to Kyungmin for... When I found out that man had planned <laughs> for this man to become a drug addict, I said, go. Because... <laughs> What? I have never seen a murderer think, hmm, I have a, I'm a, we're going to do this plan in a year. Let's get him addicted to drugs. How do you even guarantee that? He got this man addicted to drugs. And I was, at first I was like, why would he do that? But it's to make sure that this man would never ever go to the cops. He could never go to the cops Mm -hmm. and be like, ooh, my life is in danger. You're a drug addict, sir. (laughs) Um, But he was a doctor and a drug addict. And which was also scary, which is also very true. The bully to doctor nurse pipeline, the bully to healthcare. Ooh, <laughs> that right there, that scares the shit out of me. Yeah, that I don't understand how mean girls just become nurses. Mm-hmm. You know what? No, I do understand it because it's a power trip. Yeah. It's either a nurse or a teacher. It's one or the other, or a coach. Any any position where they can have power over other people, but. Um, when he committed suicide, when I saw that he left that gun on that table and he was going to just basically let Kongman commit suicide, I was like, listen, I'm not even mad at you. He was an awful human being. <laughs> like, the, I had no sympathy for most of the deaths in the series. <laughs> I didn't um, have any sympathy for any of the deaths, but this drama was so real that it made me sick. Like, I just was uncomfortable did. watching it the entire time. Because you know that there's people like that. Yeah. It's not like this is some far-fetched no. evil villain. This motherfucker works at Grady Hospital. <laughs> there are people who are watching this drama and connected to it from Ugh. the victim side. Yes, the victim side, yes. If you connect it from the bully side, I need you to get um, help immediately. <laughs> immediately. Because it was so unnerving how a lot of the bullies were like, oh yeah, the good old days were in middle school. I said the good old what good old days like they were really and chelly said this in like one of his last moments yeah. when he finally came back to school and he beat the dog shit dog shit out of everybody he said you will not i will he's like i repeat you will not look back on these days and laugh and say it was a good time i said king kim chol for president um no he needs therapy uh but so the mystery is so we figure out that that Charlie committed suicide, but we're like, what? When we learned that it was his father, his father's news being blasted everywhere that pushed him towards committing suicide. Another mystery gets folded into the story that we we they kept alluding to either it's between Kyungmin, Jungsook, or Glasses Boy that someone actually pushed Charlie off building because he decided not to commit suicide after seeing where his father lived right yeah and i'm sitting here you know you're slowly watching you're watching kyungmin become more and more of a monster um you're listening to kyungmin 
talk about how Chelly was their hero, how Chelly was their god, how he's going to do what Chelly couldn't do. Um, and his constant goading of Jung Sook, his constant being like, you can't forget Chelly. You should remember him. And at first you're thinking it's Kyungmin wanting a partner, right? Yeah. And then slowly but surely you learn that it's not Kyungmin wanting a partner. He's also torturing Jung Sook and pushing him off the edge of mental um, stability into um, a nosedive into also seeing hallucinations of Chelly because Jung Sook is the one who pushed Chelly off the roof. Mm-hmm. When we got to that revelation, I said, I, I don't even know what I thought. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> okay. I It was just like, I don't know. I felt like towards the end, the story, the pacing got a little too fast and I feel like we missed stuff because we focused a lot on the younger versions of them that when Jung Sook when and also I think it's also because a lot of the narration was from Kyung Min's perspective. Yeah. That when we realized that Jung Sook was also, you know, off the deep end, even in middle school, he had gotten to a point where I don't think they highlighted enough of how the bullying affect Jung Sook in middle school for it to jump to him pushing Chelly off the roof. What about you? Yeah, I guess I realized that when Jungsook started calling, said Chelly was a god, mm-hmm. I was a little like, like mm. I would have expected yeah. those words coming from Kyungmin. Kyungmin, yeah, not mm-hmm. Chelly. And I was like, oh, okay. So like, he want. I mean like, he, yes, he did want the bullying to be over, but you would have thought those words to come from the other kid than him. Right. And I don't think they did a good job of showcasing how affected young Jung Sook was until the very end when Chelly came up to him and said, I'm not going to actually commit suicide. I'm just going to put on a show. And it's only in that moment where he's walking back that you hear him talking about, you're God, you can't do that. He's like, well, he's like, to be a God, you're going to have to die and then I'll become the monster. And you're like, wow. And I felt like it was supposed to be like this big shock. Mm-hmm to you that it was Jung Sook who did it but it didn't come off that way to me it just felt like it was like yeah I get it I get it but it, it I don't think it was supposed to it wasn't the big impact that I think the script wanted it to have Yeah. especially when you watch Jung Sook slowly but surely become more and more unstable in the present like when he started seeing hallucinations of Chelly, I didn't think Chelly was real at first. Oh, me too. I said when <laughs> when I when Chelly talked and the other kids when he started fighting, I was like, oh, he's real to the other people too. I was right. Like, okay. Oh, this at is not first, the him thing. Right, because um, when Kongmin when they got when they when Kongmin and Jungsook first met, Kongmin mentions something about Jungsook having schizophrenia, and I was like, "There's no way he could have been a cop if he had a mental diagnosis like that, mm-hmm. right?" Yeah. So I was thinking, was Chully a hallucination that Jungsook had, or a personality that Jungsook took on right. that now Kongmin is using as like um, a channel to commit murders? That's what I thought at first. But then Chully being real was even more impactful. I was like, oh, that was interesting. I don't think that I was prepared for this story to be about Chully, you know, um, empowering them in a dangerous sense. Like, I didn't think that's where that was going to go. I thought they were just going to be victims the entire time. But to see them fight back and it's still... 
I think that's one of the the hopelessness of them constantly fighting back, yeah, and nothing ever changing made the story real impactful, especially in their younger versions. Um, yeah. So when it got to the end, and they're at um, school, not to go ahead. End, go ahead if, you know that one line where they were like, if Jong Suk had sl- hit um the what is it called the class president with the belt it would have been over with like the uh-huh. would have ended or whatever yeah even if it might have the retaliation from the parents they would have been would have tenfold been something else like i don't know if they would even be going to school anymore right which was probably been for a better thing yeah which is which is also crazy because you have because i think a lot of people look at bullying situations in korea it was like why don't they just move schools well i think i don't know if it's i don't think I think middle and high school you had to pay you in do. Korea during that time. I think oh, okay. just recently they made K through twelve free mm-hmm. under Moon President Moon's um his four years. Mm-hmm. But before that you had to pay to go to like high school, I think. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it was about middle school during that time, but like so I don't think it was as easy to transfer schools. Mm-hmm. And also, there's a very elitist culture when it comes to schools, which high schools you come out of, or which schools you come out of in Korea. So, I, I just don't think it was easy. Um, but, yeah, if, like, there were definitely moments where the story was like, well, if they had just taken it one step further and been a little bit more violent, then everything would have stopped. And I think the show is trying to show you that it's still systemic. If the teacher is willing to use the children's parent status, there's almost nothing these three kids could have done for that dynamic to change. Mm -hmm. Especially if, yeah, he's using the status and one of them is extremely, like, powerful compared to the other two. Also, like, they, they always talked about, we just have to wait two more years. Wait two more years. And I'm thinking about that's 200 or something odd days in school. Yeah. I don't think any of them would have lasted two more years. Like the the bullying y'all is just it's not even bullying. It's like full on assaults. Yeah. It's it's almost unbelievable. But I know it's real. But Mm -hmm. when you're seeing these kids and forcing them to do the suicide game in which they choke themselves out tell them to drop their pants in front of them i'm like what like and like education is so important especially in south korea and they just have to suffer through it or i don't even i don't know what the rules i don't know what the law is like can you like if your kid is not going to school here then you're about to get in trouble but i don't Mm -hmm. know like can you just leave um Okay. Yeah, I don't... There's, like, no alternative option but no. school. Yep. At least in America, we have more, like, digital options. But this is also in the past. This is, like, in the 90s when they were in middle school. Yeah. So there's that as well. But um, the ending is basically... Well, Kyungmin throughout the series keeps saying, I'm going to do what Chully couldn't do. And Jenna at first, who's you know, investigating all of this, thinking it's, she thinks it's revenge. She thinks mm-hmm. it's power. She realizes the thing that Chully couldn't do was commit suicide. And so Kyungmin draws all of their classmates back to the school, handcuffs himself to Jung-suk, 
and they both fall off the building. And I ended that episode with the same line I said at the end of the first episode. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. That was incredibly dark. Very. And I would have loved this series more if they have killed the teacher. Like, I'm okay with the boys dying. Mm-hmm. But the fact that that motherfucking teacher got to live, <laughs> it dropped like two points for me. I said, out of all the people they could have killed... That bitch should have been first. <laughs> that bitch should have been first. I was highly upset about that. But I think this was an interesting display of school bullying. Mm-hmm. I think it was an an extreme, but it's not uncommon yeah. in South Korea, which is the sad part. I think it because it's based off a of webtoon, there's a lot of good meat and why the characters do what they do and you can tell by looking at the characters about how the trauma affected them all differently because i think it's also interesting that the bullies were also affected mm-hmm. i don't feel bad for them but that- i was like i was like damn it's like sometimes the phrase people really don't change mm. um is so true because that first bully when he was um like what was he doing? Like intimidating one of his workers? I was like, he was, "How are you married with a child?" He, well, first of all, that was also an amazing setup because this man was on his last oh. legs siphoning gas out of a car, and Kung Min built this nigga an empire as a mechanic, and then tore it all down. I said, "Per, that's my baby," <laughs> but. The first image we get of this man is after he, you know, after the flashback of Kyung Min being sexually assaulted. We, he has, um, like, foreigners or South, uh, Southeast Asian workers as mechanics. And he's harassing them by, like, using a pole or whatever and poking them in their genitals. Yeah. But he's laughing and it's supposed to be playful. And it's just like, I... Mm-mm. Again, head on a spike is an understatement. <laughs> Arrow through the eye would not be enough. Um, that was the first one, and then I liked Kongmin's the best because Kongmin, Kongmin, the first minute he saw Jung Sook, immediately goes back into being a douchebag. Immediately, like, em- like without missing a beat. He's immediately back to being a douchebag, and the 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 conversations between him and Kyungmin in that yacht, baby, drove my heartbeat insane. <laughs> I was like, he just kept talking. He would talk and talk and talk and talk, and realizing that none of his talking is getting Kyungmin to stop what he's doing. And I was like, bitch, you really don't realize how much danger he would be talking to him like they're friends. He's like, you could, you couldn't, you, you didn't even kill an aunt. You weren't like this. You were a really nice kid. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, the nice kid that you had choke himself out on several occasions. That you for your punched in the stomach. Oh my God. And you don't think like the fact that it's like, he's kind of odd that he's getting repercussions. Yeah. Like your initial <laughs> reaction should be his was the worst because everybody else, except for me, the first bully who f- fought back was scared. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Why am I getting this treatment?" Right, and he didn't look terrified until the gun pulled out. Yep. Like he didn't look like his life was in danger 
until Kungman had that that pistol to his forehead. But then, but I was just like, I was like, I don't want him just to kill this man, right? That'd be too easy. I was like, you gotta release the videos. He released the videos, and I was like, purr, purr, purr. That was so good. And then there was that. Um, then it was the kid with the glasses. Now, at first, I was confused because I was like, why is he on our list? Because all the flashbacks of him have been kind of like he's also on the lower tier or whatever. But we find out that he kind of flipped tables. And because he was selling porn to kids at school, that the bullies started to use him. And so he made tasers and shit like this. He just became one of the bullies, right? Mm -hmm. And then you find out that that bitch... Is Dog Park, when I say my jaw hit the floor, I said, so this motherfucker is not only, was also shit in middle school, he is goading incels into finding people, beating them up, and recording it for online clout on the dark web? (laughs) I said... Oh, he might be actually first place for worst person. I don't oh. know. Like, I was like, wow. They really took the kid that was nothing and made him the worst person in the show. I say my ranking of worst people, the teacher's first. Yeah. Then it's the first bully. Then it's this kid. Then it's Kongman. Then it's the class president. The only reason I put this kid as first is he was going out and killing people. Like, which is not to say that, like, um, the bullies weren't terrible because they were ruining other people's lives in other ways. But, like, him and the class president. I I don't think he was killing people. I think he was just getting them assaulted. But didn't he kill that man that he, um. Oh, well, I don't know if that man's alive. I don't think he got yeah. wrench in his hand went straight to his head. I said he gotta be dead. There's when no he when 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 Kungman put two and two together that this bitch went and did the, the violence and then posted yeah. it as another person, I said, Oh, this man has this man is definitely not mentally stable. He Mm-mm. has lost his mind, which is not an excuse for his violence acts. But I was just like Oh, when, I was like, oh, so this is why we're killing him. Okay, cool. After, yeah. And then all of the hidden camera footage, I said, I was like, I was back to my cheer squad. Come on, Kungman. How are we going to murder this one? Because I'm ready. <laughs> he can go. His death was so unsatisfying, though. Um, his death was very unsatisfying. But I think one of the, one of the more scarier parts about Kungman being a villain in this story or an anti-hero or whatever you want to call him is that there were so many people willing to commit crimes for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the amount of lackeys he had, because they keep saying in the story that the trigger happened a year ago. But to have all these people, this must have been like in the back of his head for years. <laughs> and I guess when you have enough money, then... Oof. And as long as you have one good person with you that's like really understands what you're coming from, which is the former cop, then I guess, yeah. That also, that also made my jaw drop to the floor. When they said his right hand man was a former cop, I said, excuse me? <laughs> Pardon moi? <laughs> 
that was something I wasn't expecting. Also, it was great karma for him to make Dogs Park's people come and kill him. I said, purr. Purr. (laughs) But yeah, King of Pigs was a interesting watch. I think binging it is not the right thing to do because that's what I did. I feel like watching it, you know, two to three episodes a day might be better. Binging five to six episodes in one uh, sitting might not be the best way to watch it. Um, there's no question about the acting. I believed all of it. <laughs> this is one of those series where you don't ever have to feel like none of the deliveries were ever like, oh, this was weird. Not for one second was I ever taken out of the story. The kids, the kids who played the younger versions of everybody, mm-hmm. awards. If they don't get... Especially Choli. Oh, I... <laughs> especially the baby boy who played Choli. Let me say his name. Um, His name is Choi Hun Jin. How old are you? Like 12? <laughs> He's 14. <laughs> He's 14. He did a fantastic job. Um, I hope they had, you know, an on, you know, on-site support because that could not have been an easy role to play um you know they're the future of of acting i'm interested to see what he continues to do because if this is him at 14 in two years alone (laughs) it'll be great to see how much better he gets i i Korea has a specific type of kid actors and they're just really good Mm -hmm. they're very believable and i don't know what that's about (laughs) But, like, they're very, very good at what they do. Um, I give the King of Pigs... What did I give this? A s- oh, I haven't rated it yet. Um, what do you give it, Marion? I give it a 7. Like, 7, 7.5. Yeah. I'm thinking the same. I think it was good. It's very dark. So, if you're not in the mood, please don't watch it. Um, I just think there's problems with the pacing towards the end. And Jung Sook's character's motivations weren't as clearly written as Kyung Min. Mm-hmm. So that part of the script kind of got lost towards the end. Um, the ending, I completely understand it. This is trauma that is n- can not be easily fixed. Um, and, you know, I appreciate the reality of it. Because, again, the victims were the ones who were sacrificed at the very end of the story. Um, but then we're not killing the teacher. No, I can't even give the seven point five for that. For that <laughs> alone, it's a seven. That man should have died on a stake. Yeah. <laughs> that should have died on a, he should have died on a stake. So I don't appreciate that. But yeah, a seven. I recommend it if you like crime shows. I don't think this would be a bad crime watch. It's singing the acting. I think which will make you. I feel like the kids alone their parts of the story take makes up for a lot of the mistakes um but be warned be very warned <laughs> there's a lot of trigger warnings on this one also they didn't blur any of the knives do we not do that anymore <laughs> i i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i'm so used to watching crime shows and they blur the knives they didn't you blur any of the knives so right because it was what, episode three, and Kyungman uh, kept doing this thing where his pocket knife, he would like, I don't know what, like, make it come, like, I don't know how to describe uh-huh. it, where he would point it out, and the uh-huh. camera would zoom in every time. And I remember in the last episode, I was like, that's the fourth time I see that. And I didn't realize <laughs> it was because 
every other drama I've watched, it's been blurred. Mm. Maybe I gotta look up new broadcast guidelines. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's on TV. Ing? Did this air? Oh, on it might television? have been online. It might not have been a. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't think this maybe aired on television, which might be. Yeah, I think it was only on TV. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm looking at the 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 poster. It was only online, so okay. Okay. So yeah, um. Seven, seven point five for Marin, seven for me. I recommend it. My second husband did a great job. Kim <laughs> Sung Ki was great. Again, the acting is really there's no questions about how great they did. Um, kudos to the baby actors. Can't wait to see them in the future. Is there any other crime series you're looking forward to? I mean, my first husband does have a new one out called Rose Mansion. Yeah, maybe I'll try that. I haven't been watching dramas a lot, but I kind of wanna mm. get back into them. Yes, yes, yes. Um, heads up, we will be doing a review on My Liberation Notes. Uh, I don't know who I'm going to do that with. But, yeah, this is also a TVing. TVing is doing a lot of crimes, which is interesting. We were going to watch Monsters, but then I saw the reviews for it and people said it wasn't that good. Um, so we'll see. But we'll have a fun Saturday episode coming up. But you'll only know that if you click the notification bell. And... (laughs) We're only going to make better content if you give us a little encouragement by giving us five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. You can come chit-chat with us about The King of Pigs or recommend us another crime series you want us to do or review. Um, we do take recommendations on our Discord or at Twitter at Commented or at TikTok at Commented Podcast. Um, but until next time, the Crime Junkies will return. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. Bye-bye. Bye.